as the Rosenthal boys. Donald Trump, meanwhile, arrived for a visit to the city despite objections from some community members who blamed him for the bloodshed and said his presence would take the focus off the victims. Pennsylvania's governor and the mayor of Pittsburgh declined to join him. Thousands of mourners jammed two large synagogues and a third undisclosed site for the first in a week-long series of funerals, taking part in what has become an all-too-familiar American ritual in this age of of mass shootings. This is listener-sponsored WBAI New York. Stay tuned now for Gays Against Guns. Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah! Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy Marino-Thomas. Joining me as host this evening are Mary Ellen Novak Hiya. and Bridget McGinn. <laughs> hey. All of us are organizers with Gays Against Guns. Tonight's show focuses on getting out the vote. (laughs) We hope everyone is informed about their representatives stand for, especially when it comes to gun control. It's so important to know whether they're NRA puppets or our allies. Mm -hmm. We'd like to begin the show with reading our mission statement. Bridget, if you would. The gag mission statement goes as such. Gays Against Guns New York is an inclusive direct action group of LGBTQ people and their allies committed to nonviolently breaking the gun industry's chain of death. Investors, manufacturers, the NRA, and politicians who block safer gun laws. We are New York-based but work with gag chapters in other cities to ensure safety for all individuals, particularly vulnerable communities such as people of color, women, people who struggle with mental health issues, LGBTQ people, and religious minorities. GAG condemns white supremacy, all instances of excessive force by police, and police militarization. We always start our meetings with an in memoriam to remind us why we do this work. Tonight, Mary Ellen will give our memoriam for Mark Maceo Snipes of Georgia, who was shot because he voted. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, The following information was leveraged from Emory University's website, the Georgia Civil Rights Cold Cases Project specifically. Maceo Snipes must have felt a great sense of pride after he cast his first vote in the contentious 1946 Democratic primary for governor. Like many black World War II veterans, Snipes returned home to Butler with an honorable discharge and a determination to exercise his rights as a citizen. Despite threats from the Ku Klux Klan and the run-up to the July 17, 1946 primary, Maceo Snipes took the bold step to become the first African-American to cast a vote in Taylor County. The day after Snipes voted, four white men arrived in a pickup truck outside of his grandfather's farmhouse, where Snipes was and his mother were just having dinner. The four Klansmen called for Snipes, who came outside to meet them. During their encounter, one of the white supremacists shot Snipes in the back. Snipes and his mother walked three miles for help and then was transported to a hospital. Approximately six hours lapsed from the time Snipes was shot until a doctor performed surgery to remove the bullets. Later, a white doctor said Snipes would need a transfusion, but that it would be impossible because there was, quote, no black blood available at the hospital. Without a transfusion, Snipes died from his injuries two days later on July 20th, 1946. Rumors spread throughout the community that anyone attending Snipes' funeral would meet the dead man's fate. And so, in the dead of night, the funeral director and Snipes' uncle buried Messino in an unmarked grave in Butler Cemetery. To this day, no one knows the precise location of Snipes' burial site. 
In Georgia, a young Morehouse College teen student was deeply disturbed by Snipes' killing. In a letter to the editor, Martin Luther King Jr. wrote the following, quote, We want and are entitled to the basic rights and opportunities of American citizens, the right to earn a living at work for which we are fitted by training and ability, equality, opportunities in education, health, recreation, and similar public services, the right to vote, equality before the law, some of the same courtesy and manners that we ourselves bring to the human relations. By taking the risk of voting under the threat of death, by his struggle to survive a bullet and medical neglect, and by inspiring the man who would go on to lead perhaps the most significant movement in U.S. history, Maceo Snipes, in the end, prevailed. Wow, that's an incredible story, Mary Ellen. Thank you so much for sharing it. Let's look at what happened to the news this week. Another mass shooting, Mm -hmm. this time at a Pittsburgh synagogue, armed with the commonly used yep. AR-15 style assault rifle at least and at least three handguns, a man shouting anti-Semitic slurs opened fire inside a Pittsburgh synagogue Saturday morning, killing 11 mm-hmm. congregants, wounding four police officers and two other people. Let's say their names. Joyce Feinberg, 75. Richard Gottfried, 65. Rose Malanger, 97. Jerry Rabinowitz, 66. Cecile Rosenthal, 59. David Rosenthal, 54. Bernice Simon, 84. Sylvan Simon, 86. Daniel Stein, 71. Melvin Wax, 88. Irving Younger, 69. The rampage is being described as the deadliest against the Jewish community in the United States. The assailant stormed into the Tree of Life congregation where worshipers had gathered to celebrate their faith and shot people indiscriminately. The assailant has been identified as Robert D. Bowers. He fired for several minutes and was leaving the synagogue when officers dressed in tactical gear and armed with rifles met him at the door. Mr. Bowers exchanged gunfire with police before retreating back inside and barricading himself in a third floor room. He eventually surrendered. Mr. Bowers is charged with 29 criminal counts. They include obstructing the free exercise of religious beliefs, that's a hate crime, using a firearm to commit murder. He also faces state-level charges, 11 counts of criminal homicide, 6 counts of aggravated assault, and 13 counts of ethnic intimidation. Authorities said that he had no previous criminal history. The anguish of Saturday's massacre heightened a sense of national unease over increasingly hostile political rhetoric. Critics of President Trump have argued that he is partially to blame for recent acts of violence because he has been stirring the pot of nationalism on Twitter and at his rallies, charges that Mr. Trump, of course, denies. It's my opinion that Republicans have spent years building up the idea that immigration is an existential threat to America. Republicans have also spent years alleging that Jews are secretly funding immigrants and protesters. What Bowers did on Saturday morning is the direct result of this one plus one equals a deadly shooter mentality. Bowers' finger may have been on the trigger, but a lot of Republicans encouraged him to pull it, including Donald Trump. Mm-hmm, including Donald Trump. Yes, so ma'am. as if gun violence isn't enough, we now have to worry about pipe bombs in the mail. 
Caesar Sayak, who allegedly mailed several pipe bombs to CNN, Barack Obama, my president, Barack Obama, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, George Soros, and others, has thankfully been captured. He left a fingerprint on the bomb mailed to anti Maxine Waters. I guess <laughs> I guess it's hard to put I guess it's hard to put bombs together in, in the, the back, back of, of a, a van. van. <laughs> <laughs> His van had multiple stickers on it in support of Trump and against prominent Democrats. Uh, seems the FBI is still not sure about um, if there are any other bombs out there in the mail. So please be careful, everybody. Yeah, you got to be careful now when you walk to your mailbox. Unfortunate. Let's take a look at some of uh, the NRA puppets running for election Can we here in please, New York, shall we? Please. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think since we're we're talking about voting, we should talk about them. Yep. Leonard Lance. Leonard Lance is running uh, in the 7th District in New Jersey. Despite 38,000 gun deaths in our country every year, that's 104 every day, Lance consistently votes against sensible gun laws that most Americans want. He has a 93% approval Jeez. rating from the NRA. <laughs> who want to put more guns in our kids' schools, of course. This guy's a real charmer. Mm -hmm. Then there's Lee Zeldin. Mm -hmm. Lee represents Long Island. He co-sponsored a bill that would override the New York SAFE Act. Okay, wait a second. So is that the bill that was in response to the Sandy Hook shooting? Yes, ma'am. The New York SAFE Act contains a number of firearms regulations. It also contains a severability provision that allows other measures to remain in place in case the broad prohibitions against weapons are invalidated by the courts, which we know these days is a real possibility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Zeldin also has not signed onto any bills that would increase background checks or ban assault weapons. Just for the record, he served on the New York State Senate and he voted against marriage equality as well. Another real charmer. Am I right? Can I get oh, in? Am I right? Oh, yeah. You got it. You got it. You are right. Right, baby. Yep. Okay, there's one more. <laughs> John Faso. He's running for re-election in the 19th District, which is in upstate New York. Faso is another legislator known for voting against sensible gun legislation. He voted for concealed carry reciprocity, which would allow gun owners from states requiring no permit to carry their guns in New York State. Okay, now wait a minute. This is the bill that I'm really worried about because it'll essentially make all the state gun regulations completely useless. That's correct. The laws that are on the that everybody on all sides have worked so hard to pass, and like you said, people will be not only be able to um, they'll be able to uh, bring their guns into other states, and they'll be able to display them based upon the laws that where they live. So That's no matter right. where you live, you have to imagine going to your neighborhood park, theater, your college campus, a place of worship, anywhere, and see someone carry a gun in a holster or slung around their shoulder. So how do you ex how do you react to that? How do you explain that to your kids? Yep, I have no idea. It's very hard. And we keep hearing this, but it's so important. The only way to fix this is to vote. To vote, 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 vote. So it's important to note that John Faso attended a Catskill Friends of the NRA fundraising event the night of the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. This guy is a real NRA puppet. A puppet. It's a great segue, actually, into our next segment. Gag's own Virginia Vitsum was up in the 19th District getting out the vote and spoke with folks in that area. Okay, yeah, there's a congressional race here in New York that we wanted to take a closer look at. So Faso is being challenged by Antonio Delgado in the 19th District. Faso got an A rating, that's a bad thing, from the NRA's Political Victory Fund. But do the constituents really care? So to find out, let's listen to Virginia's interviews. The Walmart in Hudson is about a two-hour drive from Manhattan on a good day. 
Virginia went up there in early October. Unlike the uber-gentrified strip in downtown Hudson, where you can only buy artisanal chocolate and vintage fondue sets, Walmart has the necessities. Soap, paper towels, and guns. The questions are about um, the upcoming election on November 6th. You plan to vote? I stood outside the store asking people to talk about the election. I was taken aback by how many of them said they owned guns. I have a pistol. Right. Never shot it, but I've got one. I think in the world that we're living in today, uh, we are appearing to be more and more not safe. So if I have someone breaking into my home, I want to have that protection for my four children in my household. So there's fear and there's futility, the actual name for a political strategy. Futility is when people who don't want high voter turnout communicate that voting is pointless and that politics is ugly business. They'll blast social media with messages like, I can't wait till this election is over. I thought about futility when Walmart shoppers brushed me off with, I stay away from politics. Did they have much to say about gun control? Actually, I was struck by how most people I talked to, even the gun lovers, were not drinking the NRA Kool-Aid. Well, I believe in the Second Amendment, but that doesn't mean I rubber stamp everything that GOP and uh, certainly a neoliberal like uh, FASA. What I do believe with guns is that there does need to be a more better background check on it, especially when it comes to mental illness. We definitely need background checks when it comes to guns. Yeah, we're in a dangerous society in a dangerous time, and I think people are able to get guns too easily, especially in other states. It's interesting because what you heard out there is similar to what we see year after year in poll after poll about a handful of gun regulations that Americans do agree on. By and large, Americans are in favor of universal background checks. Americans believe that people on no-fly lists and those who have mental illnesses should be banned from buying firearms. And we're talking about significant majorities, like more than 75% of people agree on those things. But aren't those exactly the policies that the NRA fights against? The NRA generally opposes any gun regulation, and FASO really toes the NRA line. He opposed New York's SAFE Act from 2013, which gave our state some of the strongest gun regulations in the country. He co-sponsored the Conceal Carry Reciprocity Bill last year, which would allow a person from a state with lax gun laws to take their gun anywhere. And of course, he accepts NRA money. Did FASA's relationship with the NRA seem to bother any potential voters you spoke with? Well, one gentleman, a libertarian who said he was leaning toward FASO, summed up what I heard. That doesn't bother me really any. I mean, they all take money from people that you don't like. I guess that's more of that futility you noticed. The cynicism about politics and lack of enthusiasm about voting. Plus, midterm elections usually don't draw people to the polls. In New York, only about 34% of potential voters actually voted in the last midterm. Yeah, but based on things like early voting, special election turnout, and primary turnout this year, some are saying it could be more like 45 or 50 percent turnout on Tuesday, November 6th. Did you say November 6th? Yes, election day is Tuesday, November 6th. For Radio Gag, this is Maria Luisa Tucker. And Virginia Fitztum. Thanks to Virginia for that piece. I really hope folks consider that race. Hey, I had an interesting interview this yeah, week. Yeah, you did? 
I did. I spoke with Alfonso David. Alfonso David is the governor's, Governor Cuomo's legal counsel. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about the governor's race. We talked about uh, his time serving as governor in the state. And we talked about his position on gun control. Um, we specifically talked about the red flag bill, but I'll, I'll go to the videotape, as they say, and I'll let uh, Alfonso tell us all about that. So tell me, now that he's facing re-election, I look forward to uh, that. I've worked on his campaign as well, and um, I'm a supporter. Um, I'd like to know what his plan is for the future. I'm hearing about a red flag bill. Would you tell our listeners a little bit about that? So uh, the red flag bill is also commonly referred to as extreme risk protection. Uh, those two uh, phrases or terms are interchangeable. And under current law, firearms may be removed from a person uh, who's subject to a temporary order of protection that is issued either in the family or criminal court. Uh, but the court can only issue a temporary order of protection in connection to some type of family or criminal proceeding. So there's no law in New York that currently enables a court to issue a temporary order of protection so that a person who is believed to pose a severe risk or threat to someone else or himself or herself uh, could, could have the gun removed. Um, and so what the governor is proposing is a law that would allow teachers, parents, uh, family members to go into court and seek uh, an order that would take away weapons from people that could harm themselves or others. Uh, we think that this is incredibly important because Unfortunately, there are instances where people use firearms and hurt other people. And inevitably what happens is someone will say, I thought something was off with that person. I wish I, would, I knew that I could have taken action. Or sometimes teachers or superintendents or others that have contact with young people are aware that they may be in possession of guns or that they may be mentally unstable or that they may be in a position to pose a threat to others. So this law would effectively allow people to go into court and seek an order to take weapons away from others that may harm themselves or others. And there are going to be procedural safeguards that will be included in the bill so that there's due process. So if someone has a weapon, they will have the opportunity to go into court and make um, a representation to a judge that they do not pose a risk to themselves or others. But we certainly think that it's important to have this mechanism under state law. I agree. So let's just clarify. At the moment, if uh, a teacher suspected uh, some gun violence danger uh, for a student, whether it's their parent uh, being the danger or the student themselves, there's no action that they can currently take in the court system. No. A teacher currently does not have standing to go into court. Now, a teacher could certainly call law enforcement, but a teacher cannot go into court and seek an order from a judge because under our criminal procedure laws and our evidence laws uh, the, the, and under the Constitution, uh, a teacher wouldn't have standing to go into court uh, to seek to remove a weapon from someone else. So, but this law would, would help to change that? This law would change that. Perfect. This law would provide a basis for a teacher or anyone that's involved in uh, the school setting, um, a superintendent or a supervisor or a guidance counselor, to go into court and seek an order. 
uh, to remove a weapon from someone who poses a risk to themselves or others. That's wonderful news. Thank you so much. We'll be supporting that bill, I'm, sh I'm sure. Uh, let us know what Gays Against Guns can do to help you get the word out and explain um, the nuances of that to our listeners. Thank you so much. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, great interview there, Kathy. So now we must really continue to work after we vote to either support our elected representatives you know, so that they can create and pass legislation, and especially to hold them accountable when it's necessary. That's right. That's the important work, after the vote. Uh, it's actually very easy to tell whether a candidate is an NRA puppet, uh, and that's through the NRA report cards. Basically, you're going to look for a person with an F rating. <laughs> yep. So, for example, um, if they have an F rating, they took no money from the NRA. Mm -hmm. And if they took a lot of money, then they have an A rating. Mm -hmm. So Marco Rubio, we don't like Marco, Rubio. Marco Rubio. He's got an A rating nope. with the NRA. Nope. But we do like Kamala Harris for various like reasons, but especially because <laughs> she has an F rating. Yes. We like an F rating. Yes, I never F. thought I would like to get an F in my life, but <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so why don't you tell us what's coming up for gag this I week? will tell you what's coming up for gag. <laughs> this week. So Gag will be participating in the famous New York City Halloween parade tomorrow. This year, Gag brings attention to the Russian bots. But of course, there was no collusion. <laughs> On Monday, November 5th, Gag will reach out to, commu to commuters in Penn Station to make them aware of the NRA puppet Leonard Lance and then reach out to commuters in Grand Central Station to educate them on uh, what are we educating on the puppet. NRA puppet the puppet of John <laughs> there you go thank you thanks Bridget uh, so please join us please join us and visit our Facebook events for more information now I'm sure everyone who's been listening to our program over the last month is familiar with our sister organization Sing Out Louise Sing Out Louise sings uh, satirical, political songs, uh, pop songs, patriotic songs, you name it. Last night we were at CNN. It was so great. It, it was, was a really great we... action. We thanked CNN for their support, for their continued free press, for their reporting exactly what's going on in democracy. this world. For democracy. Free speech. And, and we let them know that they were supported. Um, they suffered one of those uh, mail bombs this week. So... Uh, yay for CNN and yay. yay for Sing Out Louise. So we're going to share with you one of the more uh, one of the more well received songs we had last night. Mm -hmm. It's a take on Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off." They call it "Vote Them Out." Taylor never spoke about how she planned to vote. Now the girl is woke, because mm -hmm. the country's broke. Mm -hmm. She is not afraid to fight. Stand up for human rights. For the LGBTQ, mm -hmm. folks of color too, mm -hmm. yeah, she's resisting, can't stop, she's persisting, and she is insisting, you do too, and we're all gonna be alright. All the haters full of hate, 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 they don't know what makes us great, 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 and November is the date, 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 gotta vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gotta vote them out, vote them out. Let's fight for Medicare. The schools that need repair. We want equal pay. Mm-hmm. And no more NRA. Mm-hmm. Stand up for the law. Stand up for the law. Impeach for Kavanaugh. Screw you, Kavanaugh. They want to take our choice. Nuh-uh. Because we have found our voice. Yeah, Yeah, we're resisting. Can't stop, we're persisting. 
And we are insisting you do too, and we're all gonna be all right. All the haters full of hate, 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 hate. They don't know what makes us great, 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 great. And November is the date, 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 date. Gotta vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. Hey, 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 just think. While you've been out getting down and out about the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats in the world, you could have been getting down to this sick beat. Rich white men got a new Kremlin and it's in D.C. But we ain't gonna take it to the phony billionaire with the hella orange hair. There are more of us than you and we will vote you out. All the haters gonna hate, 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 hate. They don't know what makes us great, 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 great. And November is the date, 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 date. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. GOP is on the take, 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 take. Saying climate change is fake, 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 fake. While they let the planet bake, 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 bake. Gonna vote them out, vote them out. We're gonna vote them out, vote them out. Yeah, vote them out, vote them out. Gonna vote them out. Vote him out. I oh, love those oh, guys. Oh, oh, we're live. Vote him out. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Okay, so, so, folks, so, folks, we've been on, we've been on this for over a month now, and we love spending time with you. So, if you love spending time with us, please show it by becoming a gag BAI buddy. What's a BAI buddy? <laughs> a BAI buddy is someone who keeps our volunteer radio show going by giving a small donation every month it's safe it's secure easy generous and it makes this show possible so please go to bai.org or call 516-620-3602 and become a bai buddy in the name of radio gag (laughs) and don't forget to follow gag on twitter on instagram on facebook on the facebook we're out there and um let's give a really quick Thank you to Blue Dot Sessions who provided the music for our Fast yes, interviews thank you. today. Thank, thank you. you. So now it's my favorite time. It's I time love this for, time too. It's time for Hell Yeah. Yes. And this week, actually today, Gag had a really big Hell Yeah. Yeah. Federal Express dropped mm. their <gasps> discount Yay! for the NRA members. Yay! Hell, Hell yeah! yeah! After two years of monthly protests, finally, finally, uh, Federal, Federal Express came around and dropped their discount. Good. So hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah to everyone that demonstrated solidarity after the tragedy in Pittsburgh by showing up to vigils all over the country. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah to Lou Marquardt, to Jay Walker and Yay. Andrew Turk, yeah. gaggers who gave a seminar in Las Vegas on gun control this month. Hell yeah. Hell yeah to gaggers Richard and Ben for joining our sister group in Orlando for Pride. Hell yeah. Hell yeah to everybody voting who voted and casted their ballots early and who will vote in person next week. Hell yeah. And hell yeah, a special birthday shout out to Gagger Lou Marquardt. Lou. Lou, have a happy, happy birthday. So uh, we are going to talk about future shows. So we have a few future shows uh, that are coming up. So the first one is going to be about domestic violence. So what we're going to be doing is highlighting the tragedy uh, connections of owning a gun and violence in the home. 
Uh, we have a thankfulness show, so that's a tribute to people who made a difference in activist organizations like ACT UP and Queer Nation. I I'll think be on that one. You're doing that one. Yes, I was just going to say that. You talked over me. Um, <laughs> the gift of gun violence. Uh, hope to persuade people from buying guns as gifts for the holiday season. And gun shows. So expanding the environment and the firsthand accounts of gaggers who traveled to the exhibitions uh, to educate people about the value of gun reform. And that's our show for this Are you evening. serious? Oh, no, it's so not. Fast. It went so thank fast. Thank you, guys. It that went was so fast. Awesome. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bag on, everybody. Radio. Bag on. Vote them out. <laughs> Vote them out. Hi, this is Doug Wood, co-host of Green Street here on WBAI. The other day I misplaced my phone, which is not a big deal for me because I don't use it that much, but my friends were horrified. They couldn't imagine not being tethered to their phone 24-7. Tonight on Green Street, we'll be talking with Dr. Katherine Steiner Adair, author of The Big Disconnect, about how our addiction to our phones is shaping our society in ways we may not even be aware of. So tune in tonight at 8 to hear Dr. Steiner Adair learn some profound truths about our digital world and get your own copy of The Big Disconnect. That's tonight at 8 right here on 99.5 WBAI. This is WBAI New York, 99.5 FM and WBAI.org online. And the previous program was Guns, uh, Gays Against Guns, uh, Radio Gag, which is heard on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. here on WBAI. And if you enjoy and appreciate what they are bringing to the table um, in the grand scheme of things, please consider becoming a financial supporter to this radio station by calling 516-620-3602. The number again is 516-620-3602 or go to give to WBAI.org online. Give to the number to WBAI.org online and you can also text to donate texting texting uh, WBAI to the number 41444 on your smartphone and uh, you'll receive a link on your phone and the link will become a page and the page will ask you how much you want to donate to this radio station. You can donate as little as $5 and every donation is tax deductible. We thank you in advance as we continue.